hold on to me as we go as we roll down this unfamiliar road and although this wave is stringing us along just know you're not alone I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning and welcome to the Kern County Real Estate Review on 97.7 FM KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. We are proud to bring you the most trusted real estate advice and insights with the one and only Lori McCarty. As Kern County's most listened to realtor, Lori McCarty has been successfully selling real estate over three decades, helping over 11,000 families meet their real estate needs. With her vast experience and knowledge, Lori is consistently ranked as one of the best in the business nationwide. But Lori doesn't work alone. She heads up the McCarty Group, a team of dedicated professionals who are well-known for their knowledge, professionalism, and unwavering commitment to their clients. Whether you're buying or selling, the McCarty Group is your partner for a smooth and stress-free experience. As one of the most successful real estate teams in Kern County, the McCarty Group has helped countless families achieve their real estate goals. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, you can trust the McCarty Group to provide you with expert guidance and personalized attention every Every step of the way. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, look no further than the McCarty Group. With their unparalleled knowledge and expertise, they can help you get the most value for your investment. To learn more, visit them online at themccartygroup.com or call 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653 to speak with one of their team members today. And a good morning to you, Lori. Good morning, Adelaide. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing excellent. I'm starting to save some money because, you know, the big Kern County Fair is coming up. So Just right around the corner. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, some really fatty, greasy food. Deep fried Oreos? Deep fried Oreos, yes, Mm. yes. And the pork chop on a stick. I can't wait. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. How about you? How's your weekend going so far? Well, so far, so good. I mean, with October just a couple of weeks away, can't believe I just said that. I've started bringing out my fall decor, right? You know, Mm. Bob says it's way too early for pumpkins, but, you know, what does he know? Um, Because I think before we know it, it's going to be Christmas. Um, So I know I shouldn't have said that word already, huh? (laughs) Already. (laughs) But I'm trying to get a head start. So come October 1st, my entire home is going to be decked out for fall. Awesome. What about you, Adelaide? Um, How's your weekend shaping up? You Uh, got any big plans? It's going real well, but now you made me think, I got to go through my decorations, whether it's Halloween or fall or Mm -hmm. Christmas, and see what I've got, because I got to start preparing, then it's going to be here before you know it. I know it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I got to do that. Making a new to-do list. Okay. (laughs) Sounds like a good weekend to me, you know? Got to get that stuff dialed in, right? Absolutely. So Now, I do see we have a guest in the studio today. Um, Who are we talking to, and what's the topic? Well, today, I am thrilled to have Mark Swain from Southwest Greens of Bakersfield with us to chat about artificial turf. You know, this is a show that I have been wanting to do for quite some time because despite the end of our drought, many in Kern County still face watering restrictions. This, coupled with the scorching heat that we endured this past summer, trying to maintain a lush green lawn, 
I don't know about you guys, but it's felt like an uphill battle. So if you're a homeowner tossing around the idea of switching out your natural grass for a synthetic alternative, you're definitely not alone. I found myself contemplating the very same thing. You know, it's tempting to think it could be a low-maintenance solution, but is it really? So we're going to let Mark shed some light on that. But before we begin our discussion with Mark Swaim, I want to talk about a new loan program that's been making some headlines. Real estate tech giant Zillow has been raising some eyebrows. You know, this company, known for its various ventures into the real estate market, which to be honest, have not always been successful, has recently announced its 1% down payment loan program. Now, here's how it's structured. Let's say you're looking at a property priced at 300000 Usually, with a conventional 3% down mortgage, an upfront amount of $9,000 would be required. Now, under Zillow's recent proposition, borrowers would only need to come up with 1% of the purchase price upfront. That's only $3,000. The difference? Well, Zillow has promised to cover 2% of the purchase price towards the down payment. It's a really unusual move, and I'd be very interested to hear your thoughts on it. Now, while this program might initially seem like an attractive prospect for those finding it harder and harder to get funds for a down payment, I think it's really important that we look deeper. You know, Zillow's primary target with this initiative appears to be individuals who can manage the monthly mortgage payments but are grappling with the initial down payment. Now, to be eligible, there are a few prerequisites. You must be a first-time home buyer, and you have to fall under certain income restrictions. A minimum FICO score of 620 is needed, and the borrower's income must be below 80% of the area's median. So if you're like me, you're wondering, okay, what's the catch? So first, I think it's important to remember that conventional mortgages with less than 20% down usually come with the added burden of private mortgage insurance, otherwise known as PMI. These can range from 0.5% to 1.5% of the loan amount annually. Moreover, a smaller down payment naturally means a larger amount to finance, which can lead to heftier monthly payments. And then, of course, there's the not-so-clear part. Yes, Zillow is going to contribute 2% towards the down payment, but at what additional cost? Will there be a higher origination fee or a steeper interest rate? We know that every company, Zillow included, needs to find a way to balance their books. So currently, Zillow's Down Payment Assistance Program is limited to Arizona. Whether it becomes a staple in their offerings or is shelved after initial trials still remains to be seen. So while the 1% down payment program may seem tempting, I think it's crucial for potential home buyers to evaluate every angle, read the fine print, and understand the long-term implications not only of this, but any financing program. 
Please, always ensure that you're making the best decision for your financial health and your future. For those of you listening, I would love to hear your insights on this. Would you consider such a program? Please, drop us a message on Facebook or Instagram and let us know. You can always find us by searching Kern County Real Estate Review. Now, looking at the clock, I think it's time for us to take a short break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. And be sure and stay tuned because we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors on 97.7 FM KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. To reach Lori, you can call her or her team anytime at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or you can go to her website at themccartygroup.com where you can tour all the properties available in Kern County from the comfort of your couch. Request an in-person tour, find out the value of your home, and see the McCarty Group's success stories. Consistently ranked in the top 10 agents in North America for Coldwell Banker and on the Wall Street Journal's top 100 agents, she is truly an expert in her field. The desire of the McCarty Group is to not only achieve their clients' goals, but to exceed their expectations. So let them do just that. We'll be right back with the Kern County Real Estate Review here on KNZR. The times we're living in are unparalleled, and it's affected all of us. It's made us feel uneasy and alone. Americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now. And I know it's scary and overwhelming, but there is a solution. I'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America, agents who are going to tell you the truth, who will give you the best advice that's right for you. Right now, you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you. You have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision. Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Caldwell Banker. You may want to take a cash offer, or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer. Maybe you should just hold tight and refinance. You do have options, and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity. Call Lori McCarty at 665-SOLD or online at themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. And we're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 97.7 FM KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. And Lori, before we jump into our topic today, we had a listener ask a question and the listener wrote, Lori, I'm thinking of selling my home, but I'm nervous about having strangers in my home. It's a weird world these days. I mean, what are some tips for maintaining privacy and security while my home is on the market? Hmm. So Lori... Do you have any advice to ease our listeners' concerns? Oh, Adelaide, I certainly do. You know, this concern is one that many of our sellers face, and it's a very valid concern. Maintaining privacy and security while your home is on the market is crucial, and I'm glad that this listener asked about it. When it comes to safeguarding your interests, working with a dedicated and experienced agent is key. 
Hmm. Okay. And how would hiring a good agent make a difference exactly? Well, a top-notch agent is going to go the extra mile to protect your privacy and ensure your home remains secure throughout the selling process. So let me share a few insider tips without giving away all my secrets that we follow at the McCarty Group to prioritize your privacy and your security. So one of the first steps we take is finding a discreet location for the lockbox that's going to hold your house key. You know, gone are the days of placing it prominently on the front door, which not only makes it difficult to open that door, but also serves as a clear invitation to potential thieves. Instead, we try to opt for inconspicuous placements that don't compromise your home's security. And when it comes to lockboxes, we invest in heavy-duty models that are designed to withstand unauthorized access. These robust lockboxes are not only challenging to break into, but also demonstrate our commitment to providing you with the highest level of security. While some agents might choose cheaper alternatives, we prioritize the safety of your home by using high-quality lockboxes. Now, in addition to the lockbox, there are other smart steps we take to minimize risks and maintain your privacy. For example, if you prefer not to have a for sale sign in your front yard, we respect that decision and keep your listing more discreet. We also offer the option to list your home online without revealing the specific address, providing that extra layer of privacy. Now, when potential buyers visit your home, we ensure they are accompanied by a real estate agent. This measure helps maintain a controlled environment and ensures that only serious, qualified buyers have access to your property. Furthermore, if you choose to have an open house, we take detailed records of everyone who enters your home, adding an extra layer of accountability and security. For vacant properties, we take proactive measures by regularly checking on them to prevent any unauthorized access or unwanted activities. You know, we understand the importance of protecting your investment, and our team is committed to maintaining the security of your vacant home. At the McCarty Group, we believe that privacy and security are paramount when selling. While I've shared some of our practices, I think it's essential to understand that each situation is unique. We take the time to listen to your concerns, we assess your specific security requirements, and then we tailor our approach accordingly. You know, rest assured, your trust and peace of mind are our top priorities. Throughout the selling process, we're here to provide guidance, answer your questions, and address any security concerns you may have. Selling your home is an important milestone. And we're dedicated to ensuring that it's a smooth, secure, and confidential experience for you. So if you have any further questions or you want to discuss your specific privacy and security needs, please don't hesitate to reach out. Your comfort and satisfaction are at the heart of our service. Now, I've kept all of you waiting long enough, so it's time to bring our guests to the mic. So today we have the pleasure of visiting with Mark Swaim of Southwest Greens. Mark, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be with us this morning. Well, thank you for inviting me in. It's, it's a pleasure. You bet. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself so everyone out there can get to know you. Sure. 
Um, I'm a born and raised native. Uh, Great. Lived here all my life. Went to elementary school, high school, and a little bit of college here. Okay. Um, was in the grocery retail business for about 45 years, uh, and then went to work for myself in the um, artificial turf or general construction business. So I'm a general contractor as well. Okay. But primarily, we do artificial turf. Perfect. So um, how did you get started in the artificial uh, and synthetic turf business? Yeah, it's a funny story. When I was in the grocery business, I wanted to build some putting greens on my own property. Okay. So I got online and was inquiring about different turf companies, and I and I continued to find Southwest Greens. Mm-hmm. Um, but they weren't in business to sell turf. They were looking for franchisees. Oh, okay. So I, I kind of put that in the back of my head, and, and I thought I could probably maybe do that. I've worked on weekends and side work. I love the construction business anyway. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe I could continue with my job in the grocery business and start doing uh, artificial turf and putting greens. Okay. So after about a year of, of working onto that, I was approved by the company, but the intensity of the work that it really takes to do this, I, I didn't think it would be fair to try to do it and split my time. Okay. So I backed off of it. And then about two years later, the industry and the groceries changed, and I was looking right. for somewhere to go. They had already accepted another franchisee for this town, but remembered me and liked me, so they they um, invited me back into the franchise. So I took over. And, wow, yeah. that's great. So tell us a, a little bit. Give us a brief history of synthetic turf and its evolution over the years because – I've been selling real estate for a lot of years, and I have really seen synthetic turf come a long ways from when it was first introduced. Yeah, full circle. I, I think it started as a, a, a need, a necessity. Everybody mm-hmm. remembers the old Astro Field and, and the Houston Astros, and, and yep. uh, they needed to start playing indoors. They started needing surfaces that weren't con- you know, good to grow products on. So right. I think that's where it started. And to make a long story short, it's evolved with production and manufacturing nowadays to, to such a good product. We, we make our own turf. We probably make 50 or 60 different really? turfs. Yes. We have uh, everywhere from sports turfs to playground turfs to decorative turf, landscape turf. So there's a lot of different turfs that were designed for specific reasons. Okay. So the evolution has really changed a lot not only in because in the beginning correct me if i'm wrong it was kind of one size fits all yes and it wasn't really pretty it wasn't made as a landscape turf they, no, were, they were made as a sports field turf and etc and then they learned how to make it look good and all of a sudden these turf started looking good feeling better and and all of a sudden it just evolved and and they continue to get better they, they last longer they look better they're more resilient it's come a long way in the last 20 years well, share with us some of the primary benefits of installing synthetic turf uh, when you're talking about a residential lawn. Okay. So if we were up in Oregon and got about 100 inches of, of <laughs> water a year, uh, I'd tell you a different side of the story. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, there's, there's, two, there's mainly two things. The aesthetics of lawn now look so good. Right. You don't have a seven-day mow cycle. You don't have a 12-month seasonal cycle. You just have this perfect lawn at, at all times. And um, then you get the situation where you do have water shortages and uh, building associations and communities are restricting how much grass you can have mm-hmm. in your yard. They and are. with artificial turf, you don't have to fit those requirements. So in a, a new construction home, 10% of your landscape area can be grass only right well, you could go 80 or 90 percent in the turf world so it, it's changed a lot of things so 
Everybody's seen those neighborhoods that have that little 10 by 10 piece of grass in the front with wood chips all around it. Uh-huh. That was that was because they had to get that water usage down. But now you can have those big, beautiful front yards without having to cut down so well that your maintenance goes up on all your other areas. That's amazing. So how do the modern versions of synthetic turf compare to the the early iterations uh, in terms of the look and the feel yeah the look is is completely different that's probably the biggest change the uh i mean you can make a bunch of nails sticking out of a two by four and call it grass if you paint it green it's not going to feel very good on your feet so the the quality of the yarn has changed drastically the multiple colors and heights you know we make a turf that's got four or five different colors of greens and browns blended Uh, we have different heights of it so it looks more like a natural front yard there are many times that I will actually have to get down and feel it and look at it to try to decide, okay, is it or is it not? Uh, it is amazing how far it has come yeah, in my mind. It, it's amazing. And, and I'm not one of these guys that used to mow my lawn and trim it and pull weeds every single week. But now I have the luxury of having the best yard in the neighborhood. Because, <laughs> because you don't, And you don't have to do any I, of that, I, right? I, I clean it twice a year. That's all I do with my yard now. <laughs> So I'm guessing that there are maybe some different grades or types of uh, synthetic or artificial turf that homeowners can choose from. Yeah. So in our company, we really don't make a secondary turf quality. Oh. We make different heights and weights and thicknesses that can result in a little bit of different pricing. Okay. But the installation purpose and, and the installation cost is so much that... You know, you get a turf that's going to cost you two seventy five instead of three dollars, mm-hmm. and it's going to last three years instead of fifteen. It's just not worth it. So, uh. so we believe just to make the finest turf possible, give a lot of selection to it. Um, the problem about some of these bad turfs is I've replaced other people's turfs in about two years that have fallen apart. So, oh wow, the the, the material that they're using to make these turfs, they look fine, but they're just not going to last. Right. And that's so important, oh, the durability. I feel I mean, for these people paying absolutely. that kind of budget, and all of a sudden they're calling and saying, what's going on with my turf? You know, and I'll go out there and i say, you know, where's, call, call for your warranty. Well, that company, they're in business about two years. Mm-hmm. They come in under a different name. They make another batch of turf, and that's a continual cycle. happens all the time. So talk to us a little bit about the environmental benefits. Okay, so... I think one of the biggest things is what were you going to do in the meantime? You're not mowing anymore, so you're not filling up the landfills. Um, you uh, don't have the pesticides in there. Mm-hmm. You don't have the water. Uh, you don't have the noise control. You don't have the dust. There's just a lot of upside to the difference of being between turf and grass. I hadn't even thought about – I mean, I'd, I'd thought about the pesticides, mm-hmm. uh, but I hadn't even thought about the noise part. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. So – I mean, that's going to change anyway. There's some new legislation that some of these power hand tools, they can't even make them anymore for the next couple of years. Really? Yeah. So the ones that have been built can be sold. You don't have to get rid of the ones you have. Okay. But all the hand tool manufacturers have been told it's going to be batteries for here on out. So. Wow. That's interesting. So, I so, wasn't aware of yeah, that. Yeah. So some of the noise will go down just because you're not going to hear those blowers out there. are going to be electric. But they still make a little bit of noise. Well, and... And I got to tell you, as as the the girl whose gardeners come um, right now, when I'm trying to get dressed, it's you know it's a battle between the blow dryer and the blower outside. There you, know? you go. I can't hear a thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, tell me, how does synthetic turf fare in terms of water conservation? 
I well, imagine yeah, it's high up there, There's right? a lot of things that you can compare pretty close, but you could not compare in water conservation because, um, like I said, I clean my yard a couple of times a year. And, <laughs> and I like to do it with a pressure washer because a hose uses a lot more water than a pressure washer does. And I just get out there and I just spray it off a couple times a year, gets all that dust off of it, cleans it out, blows all the debris out of it, and that's about all I do, as opposed to water in a yard every day or every other day, thousands of gallons a week going into water. So, That's great. Um, and I guess from, from what you've just said, I was going to ask you about maintenance, but Really, you pretty much covered that twice a year, huh? Well, I, I like to, you know, we sell kind of a no-maintenance product, but the maintenance is going to be when you don't want a leaf on it, blow it off. You know, there, there's just not a whole <laughs> lot to it. So a lot of people like to leave the leaves on there, so it does look a little bit natural, but there's not a whole lot to it. Just keep the debris off of it. Um, you'll have a little bit of weed growth rarely ever coming through the grass. It's on the edges of the sidewalks and the driveways where you continue to run water down into those cracks. Mm-hmm. You'll get a little bit of it. The good turfs, you can put Roundup right on them if you need to. You can just pull the weed. You can do anything you want. So, Really? Yeah. It's, wow, uh, I had no idea. So this is my solution to nutgrass. Is that what you're telling me? Well, now nuts a different tiger at nutgrass. <laughs> so one of these days our science industry is going to fix nutgrass. But right now nuts, you promise? <laughs> nutgrass is going to respond well to chemical. Uh-huh. So if you have a grass yard, you can't put the hardest chemical no, on it because you you'll kill that. You can't. We want nutgrass to come through turf and kill it, and it will retract from this chemical. So, so nutgrass responds good to chemicals. Um, one of these days they're going to figure something out, Betty. But that is a tough. That's a tough. That's it a is. tough one. It is. Well, gosh, Mark, this has been an excellent and very informative introduction. Okay. I am sure our listeners out there are thinking about ditching their traditional lawn and switching to a much more low maintenance option i know i am yes um so tell our listeners how they can connect with you okay so the name of the company is southwest greens of bakersfield we are a national company on turf all over the world everything is made in georgia where all the textiles and oil comes from Um, our phone number is 661-834-7888 and if you don't remember that just say 834 putt perfect That, that will work just fine that's fantastic All right, we will be right back after the break. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty on 97.7 FM KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. Hey, you confused about real estate? Sean Hannity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next. Home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to, or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at 665-SOLD. That's 665-SOLD. Online, themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. Go there, and you can start packing. 
no fun missing out on the home you love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in Bakersfield, call Lori McCarty because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to themccartygroup.com and start packing. You're listening to KNZR 97.7 FM and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. For all your real estate questions, call Lori at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or go online to themccartygroup.com. You can also follow Lori on social media. For Facebook, follow her at The McCarty Group or on Instagram at Lori underscore McCarty. And to keep up with all the real estate news in Kern County, you can follow this show on Facebook and Instagram at the Kern County Real Estate Review. There you can also submit questions you'd like Lori to answer on air or suggest topics you'd like her to cover on Saturday mornings. And this morning, we're talking with Mark Swaim of Southwest Greens. And before the break, we were talking about artificial turf maintenance and Couple of questions first. I gotta ask Mark what and, and Lori what is nutgrass? Well, nutgrass <laughs> sounds a, awful. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty smart character there. So nutgrass is a weed that that grows really fast. It looks like a big grass blade. Um, it 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 grows really quick. Uses a lot of water and to protect itself, it starts off of a nut. That nut's about three or four inches down below the surface. And it's got a secondary nut as much as 16 inches down below the surface. So you can never dig it out. The more you cut it, the more it wants to grow. And it propagates and it just goes everywhere. So it's something that um, didn't used to be here. I don't know where it came from. Uh, They do have some nutgrass killers. But like I said, if you have nutgrass within your yard, if you use the hard killers, you're going to kill your yard. It's it's a tough one. But they do respond well to chemicals. Okay. Um, it is the bane of my existence <laughs> when it comes to my yard. It sounds horrible. Knock on wood. I don't I, think I've I seen it I will tell yet. you that not once, but twice, I have turned up my entire yard, ripped everything out, sprayed those chemicals, blah, 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 blah left <sighs> my yard looking bare and awful for weeks months on end to get to that nut that's 16 inches down. Oh my goodness. Then put in beautiful new turf again and it looked gorgeous until the nuts came back. That's our nut grass. Okay. That's nut grass for you. (laughs) All right. And Mark, I also have another question now. Um, How does artificial turf handle environmental factors like those UV rays or rain or possibly snow, even here in Bakersfield? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Slim slim chance, but it could happen. That that was an easy question. So (laughs) environmentally, we actually are certified for green energy components of the construction trade. So when you contractors, they build buildings, they build houses, they get awarded points, right. green points, and they, they have to build with a certain amount of green points involved in order to get discounts or in order to, to, to be good for the environment in their construction practices. So we are a certified green building product. So that goes to outside testing. They've said 
that you know they've decided that hey this is better than the alternative so right. we're awarding green points for that um and i'm not sure you had a two-part question there uv rays okay rain. okay so uv rays that's the definition i'm sure we're going to touch on that in a minute and if you don't ask me about it i'm going to bring it up myself but uh the rain um the way you build turf you it's not going to get hurt in the water. I've had a piece of turf in my koi pond for 15 years, and it's still there, and it's doing just fine. You really can't hurt turf with rain. When you build it right, you're going to build for a watershed. Okay. You're going to grade your rod property. You want, to, you want the water to run where you want it to go to. Uh, generally, your water is going to go through your turf and catch your base material. And you're going to construct your base material to shed the water where you want it to go, just like uh, to your drains or the streets or to your sumps or wherever you have, however you are to set up. Perfect. So, are there any and and snow? Obviously, is oh, just I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. So one of our big installations are full golf courses in in northern continents to where it snows and there's snow on the ground for seven or eight months out of the year. When the snow melts, they never have a long enough growing season. They have a quick one month golf season, then it starts snowing again. So we built full golf courses all over these northern continents to where when it snow melts. They're playing golf instantly. So, wow. Um, the, the Michigans and the South Dakotas mm-hmm. and the Minnesotas and things like that, we do turf in these frozen com- communities all the time. And it, turf's just fine. Once that snow melts, it's just like it was when we put it in. Awesome. So, are there any misconceptions that we might, as consumers, have about synthetic or artificial turf? Yes. Yeah, so, when you call me and you want a quote, don't say, I want some AstroTurf. <laughs> <laughs> Because so. you'll only find that in the AstroDome? Uh, well, AstroTurf <laughs> is a brand name, yes. Okay. Uh, kind of like Kleenex. Um, yeah. So, okay. So the um, – yeah, the the turf is, is uh, not for everybody in every installation. Okay. I'm, I'm not ever saying – Explain it, that. Yeah. I, you just said you had a half acre. Mm-hmm. You, you have an acre. And you may have $75,000 of the turf in your area. Mm-hmm. That's not probably going to work. I'm, I'm going to go out there open-minded and say, listen, you want some turf? You like this greenery? Where are you playing? Where are you sitting? Where are you doing? What can we do with these other areas to get your budgets back to where you can have them? So right. the cost of turf, although it is expensive, you're looking at a three or four or five-year max payoff on that turf, and, and our right. warranties are 15 years nowadays. Right. So when I put my turf in, it was an eight-year warranty. That mm-hmm. was 17 years ago, and my turf is still in place today. Wow. So we always outdo our warranties anyway, but um, – it's just not in every situation for everybody. Mm-hmm. The, the UV, it, it came to my attention, that turf gets hot to touch in the sunlight. Okay. The misconception, it doesn't get hot due to the heat. Oh. So it could be 115 outside and your turf is cold. It's ultraviolet sunlight touching polyethylene. When they touch, they make heat. Okay. So if you put your hand up or your clipboard up within about 10 seconds, that square shadow is going to have already dropped about 10 degrees. Okay. So when we're looking at our installations, we're looking at your orientation to your house. Where's your shade? When are you on your turf? How can we fix this problem? Okay. So there are some cooling factors that, that are available these days, and, and they're mainly made for sports fields that has no shade or no trees. Nobody has cool turf. Don't anybody tell you they have cool turf. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a misconception. But uh, so 
the fact that you can't get your turf cool in the summertime, it has nothing to do with the temperature. If you just remember, where's my shade? When am I on my lawn? Where should I put that shade tree? Should I put a pop-up umbrella or a pop-up tent in the middle if I'm going to go out there in the middle of summertime and have a little tea party? There's a lot of things you can do with the with the heat situation. Perfect. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, issues as a homeowner uh, that we might face with our artificial turf over time. Um, you know, you talked earlier in the, our last segment about uh, homeowners who might have bought inferior turf and um, it's disintegrating. Um, what are some other issues that homeowners could face and how can they be addressed or prevented, hopefully? Okay, yeah, there are, there are some. I mean, you might have a big tree in your front yard and you had a nice border around it and we came in and turfed your front yard and all of a sudden that tree's gone and don't want it anymore and we take it out. Now you got a 10-foot circle in your yard. Uh-huh. <laughs> Although the turf is warranted for fading and discoloration, you're going to have a shade difference over this 10 or 15 Of course you are. You would mm-hmm. never know it on your own until you put a brand new piece of turf right next to it. Right. So if you did have to replace some turf, we can do it. We can get the same height, pretty much the same color, but you definitely will definitely see that in there. Okay. Just about everything can be fixed. Some of the problems we find is that the initial installation of irrigation lines, mm-hmm. because they were sprinklers, they weren't glued very good. Oh. But they never had pressure on them. Right. So all of a sudden we start capping them. We leave in a few for trees. Mm-hmm. It puts more pressure on those lines, and you're going to pop a sprinkler up somewhere. Okay. Not a sprinkler, but a, a pipe that came a apart. Mm-hmm. We can peel turf back, and we can make those repairs. They cost a little bit of money to do that. That's why we, we go, we're we very diligent about capping off at the valve. Try not to get any open lines going mm-hmm. through that turf. But mm-hmm. things happen. A tree could fall, make a hole in your turf. We can fix a lot of stuff. We've gone out in situations before where we did a backyard around by their trash can never nobody ever saw that turf they had a gardener set their hot blower down in the front yard and and melt it oh no so we scab a piece off that backyard put it in the front yard and then put a new piece in the backyard where nobody sees it right so you can get creative and you can work your way around from a lot of problems okay um so i'm sure the question that's on everybody's mind is price okay can you give us a rough cost range? I mean, I know every yes. situation is going to you know, be different. We've been but. consistent. When I started 17 years ago, we were selling lawn turfs for about $8.50 a square foot. Okay. With the price surges we've had over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. we started about nine fifty a square foot now. Smaller jobs are going to be a little bit lower, a little bit more per square foot. Right. Larger jobs will discount off of that. Okay. Um, so you're, you're anywhere from nine fifty to eleven fifty or $12 a square foot installed. Okay. Uh, at the same time, the grass installations has gone up as well. Yes, it has. Your water has gone up a well, as well. The gardening service has gone, gone up, up as well. well. The water is going to be a tiered program. If you haven't seen it already, like your PG&E usage are. So we have shopping centers now contacting us in restaurants because these shopping centers can only use a certain amount of water, and they don't have enough water to serve their restaurants anymore mm-hmm. for the dishes and all the things. So they're having to cut back on their landscaping. So. It's just a, a balance to try to figure out all this stuff. Now, you mentioned that th- that price range is installed. Could homeowners possibly consider doing it yourself for the installation? Uh, or should they really be considering hiring a professional? There is, there's, there's nothing magic that we're doing. We, we do okay. it over and over and over. So we've learned the best way to do it. We've learned the best way to seem. We've learned the best way to do base. 
um, we know what it's going to look like when it's not done right. So, so an experienced installation company is probably going to do a much better job because the repetition of them doing it all the time. There's no reason why anybody can't come and buy some turf from us or from another supplier and put it down right. If it's a small job, it doesn't have a lot of seams, doesn't have a lot of undulation, um, you could do it. We'll, we'll tell people how to do it. In most cases, you're going to see a professional job look a little bit better. It does take some equipment, some tools um, that's not cheap. Well, some of them are rentable. Some of them are not rentable. So I, I would point that out on an individual basis to somebody, mm-hmm. hey, they want a 10 by 10 dog thing on the side of their yard. Let me show you how to do it. You know, don't you don't need me to go out there and do that. Um, so it, it's an individual yard situation and homer situation. But sure, they could do it just to, not just as good as we can, but they can get it done. I think my concern and my fear, if I were going to try to do it myself, uh, would be regarding the grading um, and the drainage, right? That would. Yeah, because once you get it underneath that turf fails, mm-hmm. you got an expensive proposition. Absolutely. So when we have to pick up turf, we can't even pick up a piece of turf more than 10 by 10 because of the weight of the proper installation. A 10 by 10 piece of turf is going to weigh over 500 pounds wow. when it's installed properly. So it's very difficult to get back underneath there when you do it wrong. So talk to us a little bit about what that installation process is like. I mean, okay. what is involved? How long does it take? Okay. So uh, most of these neighborhood yards, if you're talking about 500 to 1,000 square foot yard, we're going to do that in two to three days. Um, the first thing we need to do is to come and rip out your existing lawn. And we, <laughs> we like to cut it out about four to four and a half inches. We want to get down below your curbs and sidewalks. Okay. We do all of our sprinkler work and prep work at that time. We're capping sprinklers. We're testing them and making sure your trees have sprinklers. Then you come back with a base layer and you com- compact that base layer almost as hard as cement. The key is to have that not change over the next 20 years. You don't want it to settle. Okay. We use packing equipment, proper green. Where's the rain going to go? We don't want it to settle into a pothole anywhere. We oh, want to make yeah. sure we're shedding that thing off right. Mm-hmm. When you get turf finished, just like the top of a glass table, if you have some humps or dips in it, it's going to cast shadows to other spots, and you're going to see these blotches all over your yard. So, um, yeah, and then we turf it, and then what we call infill it. So all turf should have a, a special designed silica sand that goes into the turf. So if you can imagine all this grass sticking up an inch and three-quarters tall, about half of that is filtered with sand in the actual grass. Okay. So what that does... It keeps the grass standing straight up and down rather than laying over like oh, when you see it on the okay, roll. Okay, okay. It gives you weight to keep it flat down. No wonder a 10 it's by not, 10 weighs it, exactly. 500 pounds. So okay. it, it's not humpy and it's not wet, wavy. And it also keeps the debris and the foliage up on the top where you can clean it and not falling down two inches into the bottom of that turf. Perfect. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of work to it. There's not a job that's gone by that the homeowner said, I had no idea what it took to do this. I thought it was going to be high, but after I see what you do, it's justifiable. Absolutely. So, you know, a lot of us have um, pets. Um, is artificial turf uh, okay? Uh, is it a good option for us homeowners that, that have pets? Yeah. So pets is... It's like babies and pets. That's what we talk about, kids okay. and pets. So, yeah, it's a big... Right, because pets are just our fur babies, it's right? A, it's, <laughs> a, it's a big deal. So the problem they've had on, on turf in the old days 
was the fact that you've got urine control. The solids are generally not a problem. Okay. Solids, unless you have a dog that's soft and, and mm-hmm. soft to excuse me if I can say it on the radio. Of course you can. That's going to be a mess if it's your yard anyway. Yeah. But in, in general, it's the urine that you're you're worried about. So there's been hundreds and hundreds of studies of how to control that urine. Some people have, have used five or six inches of base layer in rocks, which doubles or triples your installation cost. Um, shed water, rinse it all the time, which doesn't do you saving water any good because you're doing that as well. So what we've came up with the last, oh, about eight or nine years is a infill, a replacement for the sand that's antimicrobial. Okay. So it doesn't grow bacteria while this is urine and, and stuff is in there. So it gets dried up. It evaporates and Great. dries. Now, if you had 12 dogs in this office right here, you're going to have a problem no matter what. They're Absolutely. Just, they're going more than it can ever dry out. If you had a big job um, with one little dog, you're probably never going to have issues. So when you have these special installations that require special treatments, we counsel and teach and do them different. We have facilities all over town, pet, pet hotels and pet facilities all over town with hundreds of dogs on a day. Hundreds of dogs a day on this turf. So we design them with better drainage. Okay. We, we get a shorter turf that doesn't need the infill. Okay. We rinse it out to the drain. There's just different installations. But as far as pets nowadays, the situation has changed drastically than it did 10 or 15 years ago. And there's also some topicals you could spray that help eliminate some of this stuff as well. Well, I was going to say, so the key is making sure that you either have drainage, that you have, um, or... If it is that you're consulting with your installer and the homeowner to make sure that you're developing the right solution. Exactly. Right? It's, um, a, it's a different solution for different houses, dogs, and environments. So. Right. Um, it's not one cookie cutter solution. Nope. nope. Yep. And I've heard uh, you say that before. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All the time. Um, okay. So. You answered my. I, I have a note here to talk about. You know how hot it can be, um, and you answered that earlier for me. Um, what about for our pets? Is that going to be an issue for them? For the heat? Yeah. The yes, and the the the. So the we have a lot turf. of veterinaries referring artificial turf for the jobs. You okay. eliminate a lot of the the, the bugs and and the things the uh-huh. allergies that dogs get. We right. have we have yards that we change over constantly because these dogs are continually getting these shots for allergies and things right. like that so as far as the turf and, and animals it that's a non-issue actually much much better okay and and when, it when doesn't you, affect their paws that, you, you know and, no 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 and okay. and they don't seem to dig in it like they do other yards well you you've seen the yards that have been dug up if you install it properly the reason that dogs dig go away with turf most of the time they never get down to dirt. They never get down to cool environment. They never get something that tastes any good. They just kind of leave it alone. So um, it, it helps out in that. Dogs in heat, we often do yards that have zero shade. Sometimes we'll actually put umbrella sleeves down in the turf. So there's a couple of months out of the year, you know, three months out of the year, five or six hours a day, that they just pop the umbrellas in, pull them up, and you cast this big shadow Believe me, the dogs are going to find that shadow. Oh, they yeah, they are. <laughs> so, like, getting back to, to non-cookie cutter, there's a, there's a solution for almost every issue there is. That's great. So, 
I know we have a lot of golfers out there. Um, so let's say that a homeowner wants to put a putting green in their backyard. Okay. I'm assuming that artificial turf is going to be a great option for them. Southwest Green started as a putting green company. Perfect. Back, back before they made turf for landscape environments, we made turf for putting greens. We have probably 50 current PGA pros that have Southwest Greens greens in their backyards. Wow. So we have engineers and the developers that have, we build our own fibers that will spin right, speed right, bounce right, texture right. We're closer to any natural grass than anything here. So we build putting greens all over the place. Batting cages, mm-hmm. um, little play areas. We do in-ground trampolines so you don't have to have the big cages that you fall over the side. Oh, yes. There's so many things that you can do with, with um, turf that you couldn't do with grass because you've got to worry about the, the mowing and the watering that now you can build all of these little facilities in there and not have to worry about that. So there's a lot. Bocce ball courts. Um, and the putting greens are durable. My seven grandkids, are, they take the pins up and ride their bikes and play trucks on our putting <laughs> greens all the time. So you can't really hurt those putting greens. That's great. So, Adelaide, I see you over there raising your hand. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I know you've got questions. Now, you've touched on a couple of these things. So the first thing I want to ask you about, and because this happens in Bakersfield in the summer, you go outside for a little bit, and you come in, and your ankles are all bit up from the mosquitoes and bugs, mm-hmm. right? I mean, would this would, – would the um, the synthetic turf here, would that actually cut down on – you mentioned cutting down on bugs. What about those mosquitoes and stuff? That yeah. too or – well. You're going to cut down on mosquitoes because you don't have near the water and the moisture in that backyard. That's going yep. to be a big thing. Um, everybody should be changing their spray heads over in their, their flower beds to drippers anyway. If you're puddling water and you're running water and you're putting environment for mosquitoes, that should be addressed as well. But as far as going out and getting what we used to call chiggers and you get all itchy <laughs> mm-hmm, and stuff and you come mm-hmm. in, that's gone. It's it's crazy. And, and one side note, and I'm glad you brought that up, is that all of a sudden your carpets and your wood floors are going to be cleaner. You're not uh-huh. bringing anything yeah. in anymore. You go outside and you r- roll around in that grass. You come in and you didn't bring anything in the house with you. It's it's. I never s- thought about the that. soft benefits huh. of turf come indoors as well. Well, That's- you mentioned allergies for your pets. I mean, even for humans, right? Oh, absolutely. It, it cut exactly. down on that dust coming in too. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I was thinking about, you mentioned the grandkids. Just kids, I'm thinking when I was growing up, we are a little rough, you know? So I'm thinking if you're rolling around on this stuff, I mean, is it cushioned and like – like a like soft dirt, I guess. Yeah, it, it's 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 not going to be as soft as as a pillow, um, <laughs> but we also cushion underneath grass for certain environments. Sometimes we'll put a half inch of cushion, uh, two inches of cushion. If you need a, a playground equipment, it's got a twelve foot high swing on it. We need to make drop test compliance for twelve feet so you won't get con- concussion. So uh-huh. we can actually cushion underneath these turfs if you want that extra padding in there. Kids today, they don't know how good they got it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but no, that's great because you're thinking you're rolling, throwing the football around or whatever and taking a tumble. You don't want anybody getting hurt, but it's nice to have that mm-hmm. Well, and there are, there are some people who actually have grass allergies. Yes. So uh, I think that in that case. A lot um, of grass allergies. Artificial mm. turf makes all the sense in the world. And, you know, you're right. The, the allergies just from being outside these days. 
pretty amazing. One thing that you mm-hmm. don't have to be afraid of when you're talking about building a putting green or a bocce ball court, it's an amenity and it's one of the most beautiful things in your yard. It's not like this old practice thing that you don't want everybody to look at. Right. Don't be afraid to have your artificial turf guy get out there and show you some designs of how you can really enhance these backyards to make them really enjoyable. Fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, you know what? Actually, too, though, I want to ask you this. We talked about price. So, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's an investment. Mm-hmm. It, is, do you have like an in-house financing or anything? Yes, we do. We have okay. a couple of companies that we use for financing. Uh, so uh, the last year or so, the little rates have gone up a little bit like everything else. Right. Has, Gosh, yeah, darn we, it. We do have some financing. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Okay, excellent. So I'm thinking they can, they can go to your shop. Check it out. And I know you did bring some samples. Unfortunately, on the radio, you can't see them. No, but, but I got to tell you, they are just amazing. I am looking at them, and I, I it's hard to believe. It's I almost laid down under the desk and took a nap. I know. Using that as a pillow because it was so comfy. I know. <laughs> so we have a lot of varieties installed at our shop. You can come by and look at the different colors and, and the different um, thicknesses and textures of the different grasses at any time. Tell people where you're located. So we're about a block and a half off of Rosedale Highway on Callaway. So if you're traveling south on Callaway, that stoplight where they got the new boat shop up right there, you turn left there and you'll run right into our driveway. Perfect. So, Mark, it's almost time for us to sign off, but I do have one last question. What advice would you give homeowners who are on the fence about transitioning to synthetic turf? I would, I would do a couple. Don't be afraid to call. All of our estimates and all of our consultations are free. Let us get out there and show you. Let us give you some addresses of some jobs that have been in 10 years, 15 years, or even a year old. At least get that price. Get it in your head. Half of the jobs we do, we bid a year or two earlier. Okay. Get that sticker shock out of the way. Right. And and don't be afraid to ask somebody to come out and at least, at least take a look at it. Well, because, again, like you said, my half-acre situation There may be some suggestions that you have that you say, hey, Lori, let's do this area here, but not that area there. What else could we do with this area to give you the look you want without increasing your house maintenance right? and get you what you want in that turf area? Right, because you know I'm tired of dealing with that (laughs) nutcrass, right? (laughs) All right, so before we say goodbye, tell our listeners one last time how they can get a hold of you. You can call the office, Southwest Greens of Bakersfield. Our number is 661 eight three four seven eight 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 and we're at sixteen thirty four Arch Street in Bakersville. Perfect. Thanks so much again for being on the show, Mark. That's Mark Swaim of Southwest Greens of Bakersfield. So a heartfelt thanks to each and every one of you for tuning in today and for tuning in each and every week. If you're sick of maintaining your lawn and it's still not looking good, reach out to Southwest Greens. They'll take great care of you and make your lawn the envy of all your neighbors. Remember, if there are details of today's topic that you'd like to revisit or you want to tell a friend they missed a really great show, there are three ways you can access the information. You can catch the Encore presentation on Sunday morning at 8 a.m. here on KNZR just before Sean Hannity. Or... Starting on Mondays following the broadcast, you can hear this and previous shows wherever you get your podcasts by searching the Kern County Real Estate Review. Or you can access the show recordings on our website at themccartygroup.com where you can listen to your heart's content. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors and your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. Wishing you and yours a blessed day 
and a fantastic week ahead. You're listening to 97.7 FM KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be back next week. Hey, you confused about real estate? Sean Hannity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next. Home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I've bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at 665-SOLD. That's 665-SOLD online, themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. Go there and you can start packing. The times we're living in are unparalleled. And it's affected all of us. It's made us feel uneasy and alone. Americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now. And I know it's scary and overwhelming, but there is a solution. I'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America, agents who are going to tell you the truth, who will give you the best advice that's right for you. Right now, you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you. You have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision. Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Caldwell Banker. You may want to take a cash offer or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer. Maybe you should just hold tight and refinance. You do have options and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity. Call Lori McCarty at 665-SOLD or online at themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. I'm gonna make